Welcome back to Inside the Show. I know it's been a minute, but we are back about, what, say two weeks off. But, hey, we're nice and rested, and we're ready to talk more about, of course, I'm going to be the show. But there's been a lot of content since we got released. I think last time, Cougs, we were discussing Team Infinity 2 uh, reviews, and then it was the day of third inning program. We got the third inning program. We got Player of the Month. We got Kitchen and Sink. We got new headliners. Cougs! Let me let me let me let me just ask you a general question and it will just like segue into all this new content. How's your team looking right now for your main squad? Like is there any new cards that you're like, okay, this is who I got going right now. This is who I'm sticking with, and I, I I'm just enjoying the hell of these cards so far. Um well yeah, I first of all, good to be back. I'm excited yes. to talk about the game again. Um and, you know, there's like you said, there's been a lot of content coming out, like I said, the program and the the player of the month and all these things. But you touched on one, the new headliners. There is one new headliner that I am absolutely in love with, and that is the signature Carlos Santana. Uh, he is my new catcher. You know, I was I was kind of I was concerned on who I thought would eventually take the place of Adley Rushman because, you know, I've. I've screamed from the mountaintops how much I've enjoyed using that Adley Rushman prospect card this year, but I finally have found the replacement. I found the upgrade. I wasn't sure if it was going to be him, and I have been so happily surprised with everything that this Santana card has done. He's easily been the best new addition I've made in the past couple weeks. Just, you know, like he's he's a solid bat. I hit him late in the order, like around seven or eight, but he just finds a way to get really, really clutch knocks for me. Um, you know, late in games, three, three, two, two games, stuff like that. He's getting perfect, perfect bombs off of Edward Cabrera or, or, you know, Al Leiter guys like that. So out of everybody in the past couple weeks, I got to say Santana has been probably the, the shining star. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I hope that he stays there for a while because I don't want to take him out anytime soon. It's funny because it's funny you mentioned Santana because I, I know they did a tease beforehand. And I was like, you know what? I, they say it was going to be a switch, switch inning player and it's going to be a signature series. And I, I was just like, I, I was like, let's think out of box here. And I thought I'd call Santana because that fits perfect. We never got, he had a uh, 10 plus years in the majors and we never had that particular card. And once it dropped, I knew that card was going to be one of the best. It's going for over a hundred K for a headliner right now. Yeah. I think Usually it's at 140 K. I believe 140. It was like 120 last night. <laughs> yeah. It's oh pretty, it's up there, dude. If the card reminds me of last year's Jorge Posada. Like, mm. that was my catcher last year. That 96 Jorge Posada, that was my endgame catcher. And it, it, they're both similar being catcher, switch hitting, and their swings are both fantastic. And I, I did play with that Carlos Santana. It was only in BR, but my God, um, that it just jumps off his bat. I love it. I absolutely love it as well. Um, there's other, but we got a new uh, kitchen, uh, kitchen and sink pack. And... It was quite funny. I, I'm going to bring this out. We got a Sean Green card when we got a Grady Sizemore card for third inning program, which we discussed a little bit on last podcast because they released Grady Sizemore. It's funny how they were very similar um, in the aspect of getting him. But from that kitchen sink pack, I actually did like using Sean Green. That's why I'm bringing it up. And I haven't finished uh, third inning program because I've been on multiple different accounts 
Um, so my XP is going everywhere. Um, but I'm going to ask you, you played with Grady Sizemore, I assume. Um, have you played with Sean Green too? And are they similar? And is it worthwhile um, trying out the Sean Green instead of Grady Sizemore? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I played, I only played one game with each. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of, it's hard to judge him off of that, but, um, yeah, I, I, Grady had, you know, he had a quick swing, which was good. Sean Green, the only hit I got was like a, a late double against the shift. So it was kind of hard to say, um, they're, they're very similar looking cards. Grady's got a little bit more on the fielding and speed side, whereas Sean Green is slightly better as a bat. So, I mean, mm. you really, if that's the type of player you want to go with, like you're really not going to go wrong with either one. Just, you know, you try out their swings and see which one you like. So, um, uh, the, the guy in the kitchen sink pack that I really liked using, surprisingly for me, was Evan Longoria. And Ooh, he, okay. I, I debuted, I think, all of the the rare round guys at once. And... Evan Longoria hit two bombs in my debut game. Like I just, I was connecting with him. I was getting to the pitches very easily. I don't know. He just had a, he had a nice feel on the swing. So I really liked Longoria a lot. Uh, and I will say there is, cause we're talking about those rare round guys in the base round. There were a couple really nice budget guys, um, yeah. specifically Dallas Keuchel, the 90, I think it's 92. He was, amazing i decided to use him i thought it'd be cool to try out like a pitcher that might fit like a budget squad or whatever and dude he pitched like six perfect innings lost his perfect game in the seventh on a base hit up the middle and it was just it was a fantastic debut really impressed with that card yeah it reminded me of the first version of the kitchen sink with the rick porcello card Mm mm-hmm that, like that's like the lefty version of him. Um, I'm not too sure how the pitch control was, but the pitch control for the Purcello was up there for his uh, primary pitches. Um, but that uh, you see Keiko even being pitched like in through BR when he was bronze or silver, um, just his live series and people were effective. Him. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, didn't we get David Robinson as well? Yeah, David Robinson was in the was he in the uh, rare or base? Yeah, he was in the base. Um, he was in the base as well, right? Yeah, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think I got around to using him. No, I'm telling you, use him. Yeah, I, he, he's. I don't know what it is. His cutter just feels different than other cutter. It's very mole like. Okay. Um, which okay. is which is fun. Uh, it was just it's it's ironic because he's another Yankee and he kind of replaced uh, Mo after he retired. But it's very and then he has um, a knuckle curve and I like that he has a four seam and two seamer. I like. When having a cutter and two seamer, um, or of course, if you don't have a sinker, it's better with that uh, repertoire. But two seamer, I think, still works the same to try to jam righties and then come back with the cutter outside or inside as well. But yeah, that David Robinson, I really liked. We got a Darren O'Day prime card. One I never expected to see a diamond Darren O'Day card. I don't know about <laughs> you. I, I we got the Nishik finest card from was that 2018 17. I think that's yeah, his first well, year. Yeah, finest. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now we got a Darren O'Day card. Although he tips his pitches, he's still effective. I, I don't care what you say. Sometimes you know it's coming and you still can't hit it because usually the par um, for Darren O'Day's cards. It's funny. All these submariners, I've been finding out that their par are, has like the minimal circle as you could get 
Um, so really? their accuracy on those pitches are, I'm telling you, try out any submariner, Tyler Rogers. Um, I know I'm speaking more on uh, lower tier cards, but Tyler Rogers, Tim Hill, um, Darren O'Day, Joe Smith, and uh, Chizek, the live series Chizek. Some of those cards, their par is so minimal that if you get 100% accuracy with pitch, pinpoint pitching, yes, I know I'm, I'm just talking about one particular aspect of pitching, but I'm just telling you how much it's worth uh, trying out those cards because the par is so minimal. Um, so that's, I, that's, right. why that's I cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it, even though they don't throw hard, they're still very effective. Um, they might consider cheesy sometimes, but, you know, <laughs> anything goes in BR in my eyes. Yeah, um, yep, fair enough. So uh, we got the kitchen sink. Fergie Jenkins had caught my eye. I haven't got to use him yet, but I heard good things here and there with about him. Um, I'm not sure if you, you tried him out yet. Yeah, I used him. He uh, he did really well for like the first, I think, four innings or so. And then mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it was myself being too predictable with like my pitch sequencing or whatever, but uh, he started to get hit a little bit harder, so um, I think he's still a very a very solid uh, starter to have. It just got to be mm-hmm. you got to be aware of how you you know sequence your pitches and stuff. Oh yeah, without doubt. I mean, that just goes for everything. Um, uh, it, it's just I I feel like I, I'm I want to go over all the content that we we, we, uh, <laughs> we discussed, but I once that's pointing out to me right now, we had another switch hitting from headliner, and that was. 95 postseason 1960 Mickey Mantle. We got our first Ooh. big diamond Mickey Mantle who has 125 power against lefties. I think it's 119 against righties. Although I believe his contact is a little bit lower than what we saw on his 99 card last year, but still any Mickey Mantle card, I- I'm here for it. Um, on board, yeah. So um, I was excited. I feel like the headliners are progressively getting better as we go. Yeah, no, I agree. They're they're there's you know, they're they're building as they should. They're starting to mm. scale it with some of the other content that's coming out. Um and you know, just like I said, the 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 95 mantle, the 95 Santana. I think we got a a good I think we got a good pitcher recently. I could be remembering wrong. I know we just got a Cliff Floyd um 95 brian roberts like they're they're scaling these overalls up so it's only going to keep getting better and i'm you know i'm already excited to see who the next one's going to be on tuesday oh yeah without doubt now i i want to bring out the headliners and seeing us that are head like progressing getting better um there was a discussion within the community and that was events boards mm-hmm. um we got a new event uh just this past week where we have todd fraser and then was it John Orood for the final one? Yeah, I think so. Overall impression, those being event awards for getting community wins for, I think it's 20 and then maybe 40. I could be wrong with that. Um, but you see those headliners and then you see, say, a John Orood type of card. I kind of wish that, say, that Brian Roberts card was replace, replacing that John Orood card. I, I feel like... That genre record, yes, it does have great contact, um, but I just feel like that Fraser card might be better off than that John Oru card, which is you have to gain the more wins mm-hmm. off. I don't know. That's yeah. just like my first impression on it. Yeah, it's it's a tough one because if you like, let's say you put that John Olerud in headliners and you put like ninety five Mickey Mantle in the event rewards. 
then I think people on the other side are just going to say mm-hmm. like, well, what's the point in opening headliners then? Like I'll just exactly. play and get my card or whatever. Um, I think, I mean, I, I think guys like John Olerud work a little bit better as like player program type of rewards versus like event rewards or something like that. Um, that's just my personal opinion because, you know, you look at even look at Team Affinity too. You can get a guy like Jim Tomey for free, uh, who's going to be, in my opinion, a much better first baseman than that John Olerud is. It's like you know, you get the card, you could sell them, you could get your stubs, or if you're you know a huge Mets fan and you want to add him to your all-time Mets squad, whatever it is. Like, there's reasons to go for every card. I just feel like some of the the cards people are going to be more inclined to do. A, a grind in a different way um, to get a card of that caliber. So I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's tough. I feel like you can't really win if you're SDS because no yeah. matter what, somebody's going to be like, this card isn't worth it. Or what's the point in buying headliners if this card's not good enough or, you know, stuff like that. There's, there's really no winning. Um, I, I, you know, I don't love the John Olerud card. I haven't tried him to be fair. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that you just, you kind of just got to accept it. I feel like. Yeah, it, it's. It, I agree. There's no. I don't think there's no winning on each side because if you do the reverse, like Kelly said, it's gonna be like, oh, how come these headliners are there? But um, hey, one thing I will like for events and bring back, I will actually like a win streak reward back, like we used to. Um, I remember we had in seventeen. I always bring this up when Daniel Murphy postseason event. You got twelve wins in a twelve win. Uh, streak like you do in BR, um, you get the Daniel Murphy card. Um, now, someone might ask, like, okay, but what if I'm not that good at the game? Why not bring events program? <laughs> we have a BR program. We have, we kind of have like an events program. It's more of a, add, it's more of a win path. It's a yeah, it's more yeah. a win path than a program. But why not have at the end of it if. To get that streak, just like we do for the BR program and the World Series program, where we get the 40 wins and then the 100 BR points, I kind of, I don't know. For me, that would make me wa- want me play events more. Um, I always liked that that aspect. It's like try to get that win streak, even though it's not 12 and 1. I mean, 12 and 0, but you still get 12 and 1. You still get that. I don't know. I, I like that aspect of it as well. Um, especially when you're doing it on a Hall of Fame as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people don't kind of, I think another subject that I'm seeing a lot, a lot of people don't want to play above Hall of Fame uh, that much anymore. They, I mean, this is not speaking of the top players. Top players don't mind. They love legend. Um, and but I'm seeing more, I guess, more of the casual, not casuals, but they, I don't know how to phrase it, to be honest with you. But I'm seeing more people that are like, oh, I'm getting World Series. That's it. Um I don't want to play in legend or over 900. Um, and I don't know how to combat that now. I don't know if you just make it legend to be a thousand plus, um, but that's a different story for a different time. Um, but just give something more incentive towards the events and try to shoot for that like 12 win award. I don't know. That'd be a nice addition. I think. Yeah. I, I, I do want to make a point off the, uh, what you were just talking about with the difficulty. I know it's a different topic, but mm-hmm. um I think that the reason that people are feeling that way a little bit more this year is honestly because of the feedback that a lot of us provided to SDS saying like, you know, for, you know, if you make 900 or you make 800, whatever it is, and you start the next season 
at 700, you still have a very good chance on that first game to play on All-Star. And I think that's the biggest thing is people, when you get to 700, people don't love playing on All-Star. Once you experience Hall of Fame and you get Hall of Fame under your belt, you start to realize how much different and how much crazier difficulty like All-Star is compared to it. So now that they made it the higher difficulty uh, gets to choose or, or gets the the difficulty tailored to them, you're just, you know, when you're fighting for that World Series spot, a lot of the times you're going to end up playing somebody who's in that 900. You'll end up having to play a game on Legend. And, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think you should have to play on Legend to get into World Series. I do think you should have to play on Legend if you're trying to get top 50. Um so I just I think that's a weird thing that I don't know how SDS balances it. I know they've said something like or people have offered the idea of, you know, a thousand is legend. But it's like, yeah. well, if somebody makes World Series, they want to then play on legend. So it's like it's a really weird topic with a bunch of different um, points of view on it. And I don't know what the the right balance is there. So I, but I'm dude from somebody who's played a lot on legend this year, <laughs> I can tell you, man, I, I am fiending for any hall of fame games I can get. The, the only thing that comes to mind, like to try combat that is universal's pitch beats. Um, but like, let's just say hall of fame is there. However, um, the PCI difference is still going to be the same. If, if, if you're on whatever level. So if you're on star, maybe you still have the big PCI, but the pitch speeds are the same. Um, sensitivity of the PCI maybe could be different. That's how you could probably balance that. That's a whole different approach. That's not something that you do mid-year. That's something you put for a whole new year. But I think maybe bringing back universal pitch speeds, which we did have. I don't, I don't remember. When was the first year that we had different pitch speeds? Was that 1819? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, uh, it's been it's been a couple years. I know I that it was. I thought it was eighteen, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Either way, um, I would definitely. I I, I still think you don't do legend pitch speed. That's one thing. Um, you know, I had to do if if the top players feel like that's necessary of doing universal pitch speeds, and that'll be a great way to balance it for um other players um like myself. I think Hall of Fame probably would be the great medium. I think if you keep on playing the game, you'll adjust to the pitch speeds. Um, it's always hard to go from all-star to hall of fame playing br to ranked and stuff like that um it's just i think you just could i guess change um the other aspect of the game where it's either the pci um timing windows i i don't even know if you would mess with the timing windows i would say more pci than sensitivity of the pci um go from there and see see uh if that works i don't know We'll we'll see. It's very hard, like you said, to combat that. Um, I do. I did like the new addition when you being the higher ranked, you play in that higher difficulty. Um, I guess that's what we're just seeing um, the results from that, um, especially when you try and get to World Series. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, we kind of just a little went off tangent there, but that was <laughs> that was that was great. Uh, let's go to we we went over Grady Sizemore um, now. We, we didn't go over the other two third inning uh, guys, which was Dennis Eckersley and then New Legend. How, how hyped were you once you saw it was Troy Gloss, man? I was stoked. I, I didn't expect that at all. And, you know, I, 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 I saw a little bit of Troy Gloss growing up. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. when I first started watching baseball. So you know, he was still around there with the Angels and stuff. But, you know, he was never the he was never my my favorite player or anything. But just having 
and Angel be front and center on that SDS stream when they reveal a new legend and then seeing the attributes and just seeing how good of a hitter they made him. He's like, you know, he's he at the time he was the only other guy in the game that had maxed out attributes against lefties. Now they added Ryan Braun as well. So now you have three guys in the game that are 125 maxed out against lefties. But yeah, I was so excited to see that. And, you know, people are doing, you know, the, the road to the show stuff to get these, uh, these bosses unlocked quickly. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm buying him off the rip. I got to try him out. You know, unfortunately I didn't do too great with him, but (laughs) I still, uh, still had a lot of fun seeing him show up and be a boss. I mean, I I always remember him, like I always was uh I always like loved uh, Chargos from the old, like the early two thousands. Of course, the O two World Series, um, between uh, the Angels and the Giants. I remember being glued to that series. I I, I will say, Cougs, I did want Barry to win one, but he didn't. So you guys won in six. Wow, yeah. that, was that John Lackey's first year? He was a rookie. Yeah, Lackey started yeah, game seven. Man. I think. Oh man. That's a we did we ever yeah we had a John Lackey card before have we yeah he he retired I think in seventeen seventeen around there yeah okay oh but speak um I think we already talked about this the John Lester card I tried out the the Legends of Flashback John Lester card that you get from Team Infinity mm-hmm. did just fine with them I I don't know what it is it's just John Lester cards always I'm, I'm I always loved doing it might be just uh, his per- pitch repertoire or just like my mental confidence because I always p- been do do you have that like if you've done good with cards from previous years you just had that mental confidence that you're going to do good and then all of a sudden if you, you kind of just play better because you have that confidence with yeah. the, that particular card from previous years like for me like for these lower tier cards I, I mean for Freddie Gavis I, I I just had the full like 110 percent confidence now his he's a freaking silver and he boosted up power and I'm still matching with him. But, <laughs> um, I, I bring that from year to year and it always helps me out. I don't know. Yeah, no hundred Solaire, Gary Mondesi, yeah. you know, the, the, the usual suspects in BR for sure. Um, I, Mike Trout, I wasn't good with Mike Trout, I think in 19, but in 20 and 21 absolute stud, um, you know, I'm trying to think of some of the other guys, but I was good with David Ortiz last year. Good with him again this year. So yeah, there's, there's definitely cards that I am very confident in when I'm, you know, hitting at the plate with them. And, uh, there, I I hope there's more that come out that, you know, maybe from last year that I really liked. I hope, I hope we get a couple of the big ones that I'm, I'm excited (laughs) to see again. Well, you might see some, some BR stud or, uh, card soon in a top style version because have you seen over the weekend what Kyle Swarber has been doing? Oh God, <laughs> and we all know how how beloved Kyle Swarber is to the MLB Show community. I he, he, I don't know if he's going to get tops now because he's in a run right now for Player of Month. I, I hey, you even can make a case for a lightning card for Kyle Swarber, and you know you know even though he hasn't played a lick of catcher. We're going to be requesting catcher to be a secondary position for him. I mean, if you have a first live series, you got to put for any t- typical card you're going to put in. But, uh, hey, Cougs, uh, this might be better than the postseason Kyle Swarber we ever had because um, we usually get that. I don't think we got that last year, but the past couple not. years before, before that, um, we got the uh, 2015, I think it's 2015 postseason um, Kyle Swarber. But now we might get a Tops Now card. 
Dude, there's some good top sound cards that can come out. Um, not maybe not this week or next week because we also got another three home run game from uh, Ryan Mattcastle. So, hey, mm-hmm. get ready for these top sound cards. I think we're on the cusp of it being close to what we saw last year when we started out. So, I expect good. This, I mean, look at that Patrick Wisdom card. Yeah, that I was card bring was, him up. He's a stud. So. Uh, I'm excited, and the possibility to get Kyle Schwarber is going to be fun. Yeah, and like I said, we didn't get that Diamond Schwarber last year, so I I, I need my Diamond Schwarber fix. <laughs> SDS, come on, get him in there. <laughs> oh man, everyone's going to be everyone's going to have him. It's just that card hits lefties, righties easily. Um, I, I had that's, him for my- that's another guy you can make a case for year to year. You just naturally do good with him, just because yeah. you know he just hits exactly. well. Exactly. So um, I'm very happy about that. See, see what happens. That's why I just love about tops now cards. That's why I, I was thinking over last week. I brought up um example of what I would like to see even further, not even tops now, but like say play, for player a week. Um, I love like a player a week type of boost for their live series card. So what what my my example is um, Ryan Mackhouse. Uh, it's funny that he just hit a three home, home run game, but um, I brought the example of Ryan Mattcastle. You got player of the week. Um, so I was like, all right, his live series is 72. Let's boost up that card. Just similar how we saw the limited Tatis card for, say, a week. Um, on how you would do that, keep him as a bronze, but have an inside edge type of thing, um, sort of um, upgrade. It, it's not inside edge, but it's just be, say, player of the week boost. And he play it's it's gonna be he plays as a ninety three or like say a ninety like ninety to ninety three overall. He's still a bronze, so it doesn't really affect the market. Like you can't quick sell that bronze for five K because it's not a diamond. Um so that that kills that aspect. But say he has that boost for a whole week because he was player of the week. It, you could get some of those lower tier cards be playable for that week, just like we I mean that Tatis face or franchise was always playable, but that was later on to the year, so then he became a 99, and we saw, I think he was in everyone's lineup for those 48 hours. Um, and I would like to see that type of thing added on to, like, um, dynamic type of cards or moments on top of Tops Now. Because yeah. not every player week um, uh, player is going to get a Tops Now card, just like how Matt Castle did it. So. Yeah, well, I, you know who would be, I, I don't think they've released who won player of the week so far, but you know who would be perfect for that? My boy, Shohei Otani. You know we're not going a whole podcast without me talking about Shohei Otani. Dude, in the last six days, he homered six times and threw six innings with one earned run allowed and got the W that night. Like, bro, ha Every single time you see an Angels highlight, it's Shohei Otani going yard and Shohei Otani doing something. And, you know, yeah, the Angels didn't have the best stretch when they went into Oakland. Oakland was really hot at the time. They got swept. But, you know, they came home. They got back on the winning track. And Otani was, without a doubt, the biggest uh, impact maker this entire week for them. So imagine... Shohei Otani as a what 83 whatever he is right now mm-hmm. imagine he gets bumped up to a mid 90s card with you know the the system that you're talking about how fun would that be that would make these live series cards have way more potential I know the the um uh, what's it called the the parallel system 
already gives that a little bit more value to these live series cards. It makes them last a little bit longer. But I mean, if we're even if we're talking about like silvers and stuff, you're not going to start a silver 99% of the time over somebody that would fit on your, you know, your God squad lineup or whatever it is. So if you make those cards usable for a week or a couple days or whatever it is, people would eat that up. I think it's a great way to continue to evolve these different types of series of cards and make live series cards still fairly valuable. And it would also have an impact on the market. People could invest in, you know, cards like this for a couple days. You know, people could invest in in a, you know, like like you say, if Freddie Galvis won player of the week, people could invest in silver player uh, or silver player of the week, Freddie Galvis live series and make some stubs off of that and sell them back after, you know, there's so many ways to make some really exciting dynamic content with that. And that would be such a good addition. I'm all with you on that. Yeah. And then think of BR too. You have a bronze round to get that Ryan Mancastle. He's playing as a 90. What? Okay. Give me that diamond. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another, so. uh, another thing kind of going with IRL baseball is that we just got a, uh, an announcement yesterday that the number one prospect Wander Franco is yes. finally going to be coming up to the majors. The Rays are calling him up and you know, us being in the MLB, the show community, we, you know, we all kind of think the same thing. When is future stars Wander Franco going to be here? Are they going to do it this week? And I don't think they would do that this week. It seems a little early to release 99 overall future stars when we're barely even getting that. Um, it, but, but we got that Vlad right away. That was that was a prospects. No, we got the it was a future star card. Vlad oh, oh, oh Guerrero yes, 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 when yes. he when he got called up, was it? Yeah, but it wasn't. A, it was a 95. And last yeah. year we started getting those future stars cards up to 99. So okay. that's enough. what I'm saying. However, I did get an interesting tweet. I tweeted yesterday. Um, I doubt we'll get it this week since he'd be a 99, but I want future stars wander now. And I got a tweet replied to me from XT John John, who I think is a uh, competitive player, top 50 type of guy. He said, they can do the break the rule thing and make his prospect a 99 overall for a week. And that way we basically get a 99-esque Wander Franco with the hype that's on his level, even though we don't get the 99 official card. So I, they can mm -hmm. do that. Make Wander yeah. Franco a 99 for five days, four days, 48 hours, whatever you want, and just let people be excited about that guy and use him in rank. So like... There's ways they could add this content in without having to fully commit or fully change the system. Mm -hmm. And not only that, it like they're, they are marketing baseball at the same time. You might not see it because you're playing a video game, but they're marketing baseball with this young stud, top prospect in the MLB. Um, maybe younger players don't really know about him. They'll say, oh, what, what what's this card? He's a now 99 top prospect. They learn about him and then become a fan with him. I mean, that's kind of like marketing right there. Mm -hmm. So it's like a win across the board. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm down for that. I like the limited. I loved when they did the Tatis limited card. Um, it just, it's fun. I mean, it only lasted for a certain amount of time, so it's not really going to like be a big strain on like, oh, hey, they keep on... Um, I don't even know how you combat that. I don't know how you even get on that with the limited cards. So I don't even know where I was going with that, by the way. Um, but either way, I'm just saying overall that I like limited cards and I would love to see them come back in some shape or form. Um, like you mentioned there. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
I like you said, I love what they did with the Tatis thing last year, and I was hoping they were going to do more stuff like that this year. And so far, they haven't really done anything. So I'm just kind of waiting for that to happen. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a Mercedes. Yeah, uh, limited know? card when he went three and zero with the Grand Slam as well. Got just been another unwritten rule card for like a couple days. I don't yeah. know. But uh, yeah, uh, there's been a. I mean, there's been a lot of content. Um, we got couple new player programs we got dave parker on the cobra and then i believe we got juan marshall i always botch his name um for another player program so uh, if you haven't done yet um i'm i don't know i'm one of the few big fans of i love dave parker just the player himself um highly recommend that will be network uh document uh documentary on him if you haven't watched it just a little shout out but i always like to swing regardless of what his attributes are. So I'm happy. I like the home run derby card from last year. And speaking of home run derby and another announcement of the player that we we're just talking about is Atani. Atani announced home run derby. He's going to be uh, participating uh, at Coors Field. And we all know what happened in 2019, especially for having show content. We got the home run derby cards, the all-star cards. Um, so we expect to see that again this year. And yeah, <laughs> A 125, 125 Atani power card, Kooks. I, I don't even care what his contact is uh, because, you know, they, they don't they don't juice it up like all around balance card. But the power is going to be there. But still, that's going to be a lot of fun to see. Do they give every participant a card or is no. it only like the top four? Only only. I think it was only the top four. I think we got for. No, actually, we got Acuna. We got Jock. I'm not he, sure if we got Swarber. Did we get We definitely got you're, talk, you're, you're talking about 19, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jock, Acuna, Pete, and... Um, um, oh, who was it? Uh, dang it. That's going to that's gonna make me... Was it Vlad? Yeah, it was Vlad. Yeah, it had yeah. to be Vlad. Yeah. yeah. So, those, those, uh, I'll expect the same. I guess they were in the semis. So, mm-hmm. from the semis on. Makes sense. You're not going to do four all eight. Um, so, you did the four. But, yeah. How 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 I I heard you just purchased tickets to the home run derby, so that's gonna be fun to see. Atani's now one that participates. We have the potential of getting Tatis Acuna. I would love to see Soto in it. I mean, there's there's so many players I would love to see it. I don't think or I think whoever's in it, it's still gonna be a blast to see. Um this but yeah. has this has the potential to be the most hyped content release MLB the show has ever put out <laughs> like you know we we were excited about finally getting Griffey last year or finally getting Willie Mays uh even even the April player of the month from this year people were stoked about that one like but if you're talking about the possibility of a maxed out power Otani a max power Fernando Tatis Jr. Acuna assuming these guys do participate Ryan McMahon he would be the perfect guy from Colorado to be in there we already know what his yep. tops now has done to you know, rank season records this year. Um, you know, dude, this has, it has the potential. It might not be there because we got to see has the potential to be arguably the most hyped content drop that we've ever seen in the game. Yeah. And it, that comes usually the, the night of too. Mm-hmm. So that's even like, we'll all watch it. And then we're all waiting for that content drop. Um, you better believe wonder. I'm taking my PlayStation to Colorado. Scott. <laughs> Hey, hey, you have to, man. You have to. And then we get this the same thing for the All-Star game, too. So um, that's going to be that. We are, what, two weeks away? No, about three weeks away. Yeah, something like that. Because it's on the 12th. Yeah, the Derby the Derby's on the 12th. Thing the yeah, game's we're, on the 13th. We're, so we're three weeks away. No, yeah, three weeks away. Mm-hmm. So 
it's going to be fun. And by that time, we'll have player a month for June 2. Yep. So that's going to be segue into, I expect uh, player month be the week before, maybe around um, July 6th or July 7th. And then, that, oh, man. Yep. It's going to be. That's how it's been, though. Content has been dropping. Um, it, it's 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 living up just how it was last year for 20. Um, we're seeing more content as is. Um, now we're seeing the higher overalls. Now, going to the higher overalls, do you think it's the right time to now start bringing out the 99s? Because we're seeing, we're seeing, we, Vita Blue um, for the World Series, pro, uh, well, rewards. We got the 99 there, and then we got new legend. I don't think we discussed it yet. Uh, David Justice as well. Mm-hmm. I think he's in 97. So, but we're starting to see the 97 to 99s come out. Um, personally, I don't mind them coming out this early because of the power roll system. You could get these 95s, 94s up to, say, the 97 to 99 tier. So mm-hmm. you could combat that. Yes, I know you could power up 97, 99s and they'll be even better, but still, you could compete with that. Um, and like I say all the time, overalls are overrated, in my opinion. So um, I'm excited to see we, we get two new cards tomorrow, too, for the BR program. I think we kind of already know who they are, Kooks. Yeah. All right. You want you want to want to talk about? It? Uh, well, Cor- like if we're going off of the hints, it, there you know, there's a couple players it could be, but everybody's got a pretty pretty good idea that it's going to be a no hitter milestone James Paxton card, and either an MVP John Carlos Stanton or like a prime Stanton something like that. So big power, big lefty. You got to choose yes. there. So it's kind of kind of like the last rewards too. big lefty like Al Leiter, big lefty James Paxton. Um, Trevor Story is going to be a little bit more, I think, well-rounded than than Stanton would be. But I mean, Stanton's power. And I and I got to say, if Stanton's the guy I said before this year that I've never really been that good with any Giancarlo Stanton's this year and mm-hmm. or before. And then I tried out the 42 series this year. Stud. So good. So if that yep. if he's the guy. I need to try him like this week. I need to. I need to see it. I don't blame you. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's funny. They've been releasing a lot of lefties for these uh, higher tier rewards. We got the Vita, we got the Outlider, and now probably Paxson. And if we all remember the Player of Month Paxson, a lot of people loved using. Um, this could even be better than that. Uh, I yeah. think no hitter card. We saw what the Vita Blue could do for a no hitter card. Same with the Outlider. So I expect uh, the same. He should have a cutter. I believe his player month had a sinker that year, and that's the year he threw the no-hitter. So you could maybe expect a cutter and a sinker on that uh, James Paxton card when he throws high velocity. So that's going to be fun to see. Um, Maybe fun to use if you're pitching. Maybe not fun to hit against. Uh, But (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, we have all that content. We have a roster update coming this week. You got to say Atani's got to go diamond this week. Yeah, at this point, dude, it's, it's overdue. I mean, he, he is tied for for home runs in the league with Vlad, and I believe is Tatis at twenty three, or is it just Vlad and Atani? I think I think I think they're all at twenty three. I think. How about that home run race by now? And Acuna's right behind them. Yeah, it, it's like baseball's in a good spot. We'll, we'll we can say that. Oh, for this year, yeah. Was, it, it, we don't know about next year. Yeah, true, 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 true. As far as <laughs> as far as the talent of the game, baseball's yes. in a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I think this home run derby, if we could get all of those guys in it, it's going to be one for the ages. Probably the maybe the best home run derby we'll ever see. Yeah, um, no, it's going to be incredible. 
So, uh, but yeah, we have uh, the roster update this week. I also think Zach Willier, I think he's due to go in diamond. Um, Savi has been playing good. He's a high gold. He's, he's been killing it on the hitting side of things. We all know his defense as well. So maybe him. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone that's very easy. That I, Someone reminded me of this last night. I, I, I'm blanking out right now. Um, mm. That could else go diamond. Who is it? I, uh, I'm blanking right now. Someone's going to comment. Maybe, maybe Marcus Semien. Maybe. Oh, Semien. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yes. Yeah. yeah Marcus Speaking Simeon. of that, I don't even think yeah. we touched on player of the month so far. No, in this we did not. And that's a good way to, I guess, end out the episode for here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We only got a few uh, more minutes to spare. Yeah. Um, so how about it? Marcus Simeon? I, I, to be honest with you, I, the one reason why we haven't been recording an episode, I've been busy with work. Um, work has been absolutely crazy on my side. So I haven't even finished the program. So I'll let you just review um, the cards through it because I haven't even played or or finished. I'm actually, I've been playing games on the side and just getting my winker that way. I haven't even yeah. done the moments for it yet. But uh, yeah, I've had it for um, the player month uh, review for uh, May. Um, well, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's a solid program. I don't think it's as good as April. Um, I think Semyon is a really good uh, like a good bat. I think if you don't have Jackie Robinson, I would say Semyon's probably the best second baseman of the game. Like I would definitely say, you know, get him. If you're, you know, don't want to dish out the stubs to get all the 42 cards to get Jackie, just rock with Semyon for a uh, for a while and wait for those 42 packs to continue to be released. Um, so yeah, Semyon's good, but overall it feels like it just felt like there was a it was kind of like a weird program. I don't know. Like you got Jesse Winker in there, which is great. 89 overall. I think people were expecting possibly a little bit better, um, especially with the month he had. And honestly, I use Jesse Winker on my bench in ranked seasons, but I still use his live series because his live series is way better against righties on, on that card. Plus you get the inside edge boost. So that's cool. Um, Brandon Crawford's an interesting card. Uh, you know, People say his swing is really nice, but the, that 48 contact against lefties is not my favorite. Um, we got a Ramon Laureano with literally no contact against righties yeah. and max contact against lefties. It's just a weird card. Uh, the return of a another diamond Corey Kluber. Um, mm-hmm. I did use him. Didn't find him quite as good. The hits per nine. Or I'm sorry, the, uh, the Velo, um, I think. He's just not – there's something different with Kluber this year. So I, I don't think he's going to be nearly as uh, a pain as he's been in years past. Um, and you got an Abreu and we got a Zach Wheeler. And like I said, overall solid program. But, you know, I think we were we were spoiled with that yeah. April program a month a month ago. Yeah, we're definitely spoiled. I think it's still, like you say, a good program. Not better than April because we're definitely spoiled. But, hey – June's leading up. If we hey, we if we don't get a tops down Coswarber card within the next two weeks, you could expect him being that player a month. And I'm not too, hey, give me give me a ninety. I don't even care if he's lightning. If you get a ninety four overall to ninety like ninety four to ninety seven Kyle Schwarber, oh my god. Whatever whatever you do with Kyle Schwarber SDS, I don't care if he's an eighty five. I don't <laughs> care if he's a lightning ninety seven. It doesn't matter. You have this chance. Put catcher on yes, that please. secondary. Do not mess this up, please. Yeah. The community is begging you. 
Yep. Yep. They'll go up in arms if they don't catch her, especially for his live stream. I think they'll do it. Um, they always, they see that now. We see that with Jimmy Fox. They make sure, and they, they say it. Uh, I believe Louis said that in the last stream, like, don't worry. He has catcher for secondary, so you can use him catcher. So um, I, I expected the same. It's funny how he still has catcher secondary, but hey, for <laughs> us in the MLB show community, we love it. Yeah, um, all but, about it. Yeah, so that's going to do it for today. It's good to be back, talk about all this content. Um, next week, we'll be talking about the BR. Um, we should have lined up another interview as well. Um, I will confirm that either next episode or the after that. Um, and uh, Kooks, it's good to be back, man. Oh, yeah, man. All Looking right, forward so to more episodes. Exactly. We'll be back here better than ever next week. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're at Inside the Show PC. Once again, Inside the Show PC. We are also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Inside the Show. Once again, youtube.com slash Inside the Show. Comment below if any questions you have. We'll make sure to look through that answer for the next podcast. And yeah, uh, Kooks is at Kooks46 on Twitter. I'm at Scuffing McGee TV. You guys have fun grinding. Hey, if you're going for the BR program, may the best luck be you. Happy drafting, and we'll see you guys next time on Inside the Show. Right.